Hello, everyone. We have Philippa James here to talk about her work for her upcoming exhibition, 100 Women of Oxford. Philippa James decided to visit 100 women in their homes and listen to experiences of love and loss, politics, motherhood, climate change, dreams, disability, murder, sexuality, mental health. Many more stories of humanity were told and photographed. In this exhibition, you will have the opportunity to meet all of the 100 brave, courageous, and inspirational women who are part of Oxford's community. We are so happy to have Philippa James here today. I'm so glad that you're taking the time to chat with us today. So thank you so much for making the time. Yeah, sure. I know that you haven't always lived in Oxford. So I was brought up in the middle of nowhere in Wales, actually, South Wales. And I moved to London after university and like absolutely loved it. I lived there for about 10 years and had a baby and simply couldn't afford to live there anymore. But I still kind of loved city life. And so, yeah, Oxford was closer city really then but once you were here why why women specifically I mean when you started this project I think I remember seeing in an article that you were looking at many different people and then kind of honed in on women what drew you to them as I said I was brought up in South Wales and um, it was quite an old-fashioned household where my father was definitely the one in charge I'd say Um, he's a lovely man but he's he always kind of intimidated me not so much now but you know when I was younger and I wasn't encouraged to speak up or have an opinion. And so, I don't know, I think deep within me, there's this strong passion to rebel against that and encourage uh, women to speak, um, share their story, to share their opinion, their belief. Um, I think there's so much to learn from other women, no matter who you talk to. And I'm probably also still learning myself on how to speak up. Um, and perhaps I'm curious I guess to see how others do it obviously like these days you can you know listen especially these days you can listen to so many incredible podcasts and hear so many women's story but I guess I wanted to also you know find out more about who lived on my doorstep you know and and people who you know I would pass in the streets every day I guess so that was kind of my starting point but kind of looking on a more deeper level I think it probably does come more like anything probably you know from from my childhood and yeah listening to women yeah I think that really does come across in your portraits that you photographed because they are such a strong stance of women which we don't always see either in the media or even in the art world so interjecting that kind of imagery I think really does echo that stance you know telling women to speak up to be heard to be seen I think it's done Mm. honestly I I really love your works I think it's done brilliantly but I think also those coming to the gallery will see this in the work as they interact with these photographs and they will be meeting these women for the first time seeing them and seeing the line from their story but you also when you met them were were strangers right so when you you hadn't known them yet so I wonder um in your work when you do capture this essence or moment of getting to know a person you know when they're unknown to you and then they become known I wondered if you faced any difficulties in being able to summarize this encounter in a line let alone an image yeah, I mean, they're, they're kind of two separate things, really. Um, the text really was the hardest thing for me, much harder than the photography. Um, I struggled with words anyway. I mean, so, some were easier, perhaps, and then others, you could have written a whole book and still, you know, there'd be more to write. Um, so I'll be honest, it really was almost an impossible task. And, I mean, in fact, at one point, like, the stories were so inspiring 
um, I just had a massive kind of attack of imposter syndrome. Mm. Um, and after chatting to about 10 women, I just put the project to bed because it was just too overwhelming. Because um, the stories were so... I mean, I don't really know what I was expecting, but I mean, I was blown away, absolutely blown away. And just felt like, how on earth could I tell the story in a paragraph or two paragraphs? Um, it almost deserves to be a book, I think. So, yeah, so I, I kind of put it away for four years because, <laughs> hmm. yeah, I just I didn't, didn't know how to do it. And then four years later, I just decided, you know, so this was last Christmas that I was going to finish the project in time for International Women's Day 2020. So it gave me three months to photograph kind of the rest of the 90 women. So in all honesty, I just literally had to get on with it. Mm. I was forced to choose a part of their story. And I guess if I hadn't, the project still wouldn't be finished. You know, mm. I mean, I found that really difficult. So what I did do, I, I did like choose an element of it and then I would email it to so ev- every woman. They didn't necessarily see their portrait, but they definitely all saw their, the, the words that were going to go beneath mm-hmm. their portrait. Um, because also some women, you know, shared some real personal stuff that, you know, they didn't necessarily want shared with, you know, everyone else um, who was going to view the work. So I had to be really mindful of that. And some women, you know, were absolutely fine sharing because they they knew that it could empower others or if someone else was going through a similar thing to seek help or, you know, so it was, Mm. yeah, it was, I don't know, it it was hard. I've got to Mm. say it was really hard. And in terms of photography, it's really interesting because it's not necessary that I've photographed the complexities of one person. I mean, a photograph, you can capture you know, someone in a hundred different ways and they could look a hundred different ways. I guess for me, they're all photographed in a very standard way because I was focusing more on the interviews, I guess. I mean, I hate even calling them interviews because they were, you know, deep conversations. And really the art project was me spending time and connecting with Mm. other women. And the photograph is really just the evidence Mm. that that happened and occurred obviously you know I wanted wanted it to be lit nice and you know quite simple um that it's all lit by window light in their homes and things like that so sometimes you can see kind of bits of their story depending on you know if you can see little bits of their home and stuff but ultimately it was just I just wanted to focus on them and doing a good portrait of them (laughs) do you know what I mean and and shining the light on them if, if you so to speak kind of thing I think the uniformity of your photographs are quite striking because I feel that, like you said, the emphasis was on the conversations that you had on the meeting and the individuality of each instance. And I almost think that if you were to photograph them all differently, then it wouldn't have the same impact as seeing all these women lined up one next to the other. It just, there's something about seeing, seeing it and being able to register all these different women who are seated almost in the same way, but come from so many different backgrounds with so many different mm-hmm. stories really resonates at least with me as a, as a viewer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think because there's hundred of them. I mean, if it was mm-hmm. three, it might not be, I think because it's a hundred, uh, the, the style of the photography gives it a uniform, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And, you know, and they, they look great, you know, they, they, they're very pleasing to look at the photographs. And then when you kind of read a bit of their story, you know, quite often it is shocking. Mm-hmm. And, 
when you go from one story to the next story to the next story, you know, the stories are so diverse that Mm -hmm. I think, and then, you know, there's so many of them. I think then, yeah, the stories then really do speak. I mean, the portraits of them are, you know, they are beautiful. They're beautiful women, (laughs) like all of them are. Um, And I definitely wanted to capture that. The beautiful thing about collections of artwork like yours is aesthetically they do entice us you know we're drawn to them we're drawn to um, the beauty of the composition but also just drawn to them as people being photographed and then peeling back like you say the layer and actually getting to know them it's like we're having that encounter similar to you you're recreating that encounter with a person where you see them and then you dive a bit, yeah. dig a bit deeper and you get to know it. And that's really special to create in a gallery space and really special to create, especially in, you know, in a time when connection is a bit difficult. I know your work really tries to draw on that idea of humanity and the need to feel connected and that this project, um, while focused perhaps on the individual women, was also aimed at bringing out those themes. Where does this lie for you? And do you feel connected to these women? Do you remain in touch afterwards? Yeah, I think uh, I think to feel connected is I don't know to feel kind of understood by another person, and I don't know. I think that's what everyone wants to feel, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe that's no. I think I, I think yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so there's lots of kind of levels. I think I think in terms of if you're the if you're the viewer of these photos, the connection lies in the photography, and then you read the story, and then you look up again at the woman, and then you reread their story you know so there's that real connection that you're getting to know the couple of paragraphs that you know they've shared and I've shared in terms of my connection with the the women I guess I just wanted to give others the opportunity to speak which Mm -hmm. not everyone has this opportunity it's not like I'm not a therapist at all but I guess get a lot from listening to others Mm. and their experiences the many women who I listened to did say it felt like a real privilege to talk about themselves and to analyse and to kind of dissect concepts and go down memory lane and and just to be listened to. And Mm. so I feel like they felt connection because of perhaps that. I felt connection because I I shone a light. And, you know, lots of them have spoken about, you know, things, but lots of them might not have as well. And so to kind of help unravel something or just, just be the facilitator, I guess. It is connection. Do I stay in touch with them? Um, yes, I do stay in touch with lots of them um, in some way or another, especially, you know, during lockdown, I made made sure I got in touch with most of them just to make sure they were all right. Um, some of them are vulnerable, some of them are older or, you know, whatever. Like There's all sorts of backgrounds there. So, yeah, yeah you know, actually, I'm off after this interview to meet one for a coffee. But the kind of subject of connection is yeah seems like it's all all over your work (laughs) it's part of the process it's part of you know the visuals when you go see it and it seems like you've carried it on even with relationships with the women afterwards I mean I think that it's absolutely beautiful and especially I think we're craving it now more than ever you mentioned that you're seeing them after lockdown that you were in touch during lockdown we were all stuck inside and that idea of human connection the desire was I think more evident than ever of needing to physically see people to be in touch and to um, value that kind of those kind of social interactions. I think now that 
you know, you being the second show in our space that now we've reopened, it seems almost perfect to have a show about human connection and about those mm. kind of encounters to bring us back in the current state of things. How do you think your project will be received? Yeah, I mean, I think the whole world's talking about connection and how to be connected, especially because of lockdown. Um, I definitely felt in terms of this project, as soon as lockdown happened, that this real kind of sense of responsibility to to connect with everyone, yeah. including, you know, with all these 100 um I definitely felt that, you know, and, and that need to kind of help and community. You've given us so much um, to think about with the idea of connection in your work. And I'm excited for our listeners to hear about it and then go visit the gallery and see for themselves. I also wanted to ask you about how you've been dedicating some of your time to doing workshops with sixth form students that you were doing over the course of this exhibition. I know you were just in our space yesterday. I wanted to ask you why you thought it was important maybe to engage with the youth and to do these workshops. I'm an open book, really. <laughs> uh, and, I'm, and I'm always uh, I'm always up for learning. Um, that's kind of, you know, that, that's kind of how I, how I am. And so to be an open book and to share my experiences and energy and, um knowledge with others and to see them relate to it with their own work or you know in their lives I think is fantastic um and I just love doing workshops and uh, not just for the young either do you know I mean I, I just think mm-hmm. workshops for for all um to, to work with um the A-level students with this exhibition is oh it's fantastic and yesterday was you know it's just so inspiring when you're sharing kind of your knowledge of a project with others um and then seeing them think about it you know and so we're setting them a project um that they have to go and photograph a female um and interview them and just kind of going through interview techniques and how important it is to listen or you know and I don't know it's just like it's really inspiring to kind of see them being inspired I guess you know that also runs in other workshops that I do as well own workshops called the motherhood which is kind of just for mums and you know that has that has kind of a similar you know different maybe different approach but you know a similar kind of level of inspiration I guess. I mean I think it's wonderful doing those workshops and being able to because it seems that your work is as much about the process as it is about the results that you get the photograph and and the the paragraph or the the snippet from the story so it, it's almost yeah, like we definitely. get a little insight you know into how you get those photographs, which seems kind of the whole point. Um, giving them a voice is the act of meeting with them and having the conversation. And then, like you said before, the photographs kind of the proof that it happened. I think that's exceptional. I, and I, I know that the students had an amazing time. So <laughs> I think oh, it's lovely. good all that's around. Great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wondered, we talked about this a bit, but I just wondered what you hope the visitors who come to our gallery will gain from seeing your exhibition. It was up at Clap Social on International Women's Day. And then two weeks later, it, we had lockdown. So, um, but many people who went and saw it there got in touch. And just a lot of them were saying, you know, how moved they were. A lot of people said, you know, they were very emotional. Um, a lot of people cried. Um, but one thing that most people said that they would never kind of judge anyone again. They really felt this sense of empathy um they said you know if they'd see someone on the streets you know they 
they would be non-judgmental and you know think about what their story was and what they'd been through and you know wouldn't that be a wonderful world <laughs> yeah, it would, yeah. um, just to kind of have some sense of um viewing each other uh, equally i guess mm. so yeah i mean that would be great if, if people <laughs> went away feeling similar feelings to that yeah i think it definitely would be wonderful to have people come to the gallery and take a minute to really think about the people that pass us every day maybe we don't think twice about it or or more um because obviously our heads are full of so much already not mm. not necessarily to think twice but just to not think negatively or judgmentally mm. one lady who I'm meeting this afternoon actually she she used to be homeless and you know she says to me all the time she goes you know homelessness can happen to anyone and it's like it's so true like it can happen to anyone and you know so many of the stories like any of these things could have happened to anyone you know and I just it also definitely gives us perspective I guess that idea of it can happen to anyone these stories it's yeah humbling <laughs> yeah following on this this project which i know that has i guess taken up a good portion of your of your time <laughs> recently mm. um i wondered what you had up next in your artistic practice well i've just <laughs> just finished another project actually it was um a very very quick one i don't know if you know um waste taste cafe mm. it's in um arc tea center in cowley so they reopened a couple of weeks ago and they um, the two women who run it are actually in the 100 Project. So they wanted, you know, asked if they could have some of the 100 Project there. But there was obviously a clash because it's going up in the North Wall. So it was a very, very quick turnaround. But the cafe is like open to all. And they, they you know, make food from uh, food from the food bank. And they're a social enterprise. And they, they also help homeless and vulnerable people. And so I wanted to create... A project or an exhibition there that it was accessible to all so the conversation was accessible to all yeah so I did a, an exhibition called Rise and Rituals and it's about people's morning routines and rituals and stuff like that so the idea was you know if you if you get up in the morning you you can contribute to this conversation no matter you know if you have a strict routine or, or if you have a ritual you know you can contribute to the conversation so that that was kind of the concept behind the project and then I followed mainly women again, but just hang out first thing in the morning and um, documented, you know, what they did. So, um, and some of the women in that are from the Hundred Project, and some others, some aren't. So, yeah, and that was really, it was really fun and uh, just just a really fun little project to do, um, and really fascinating. I'm always I'm always trying to better my morning routine, so it was, it was quite fascinating to see what others got up to, and you know, some of them um you know woke up without an alarm and just drew their curtains and one, one lady said depending on what the weather is is you know that's my mood for the day and someone else up at five o'clock running for a you know wild swim and then running home before their baby woke up and you know so a really range of kind of different stories again so yeah but it was fun that sounds fascinating and seems like your artistic practice I know started with this oh, well not started but the big project of the 100 women of Oxford and the idea of storytelling and connection and just getting to know other humans that mm. you see every day um, really seems to encompass your work. And I think it's resulting in absolutely beautiful work. So we're, we're happy that you're doing it. You know, the 100 Project was definitely my first, you know, 
project. I mean, and what a breakout project to go with. I mean, I know, right? It just took off. I think honestly, people really, really took to it, myself included, for a reason. You know, I mean, hearing women's voices and seeing their faces. Yeah there's a reason that everyone is craving it and that everyone's going back to it. And I know so many people were disappointed that it was taken down. I mean, obviously for lockdown reasons, but they they didn't have a chance to go see it. We've had people already come into the gallery saying, is Philippa James work up yet? And I've had to say, really come back in a week (laughs) and a bit. Yeah. I mean, it really did start something. And I think that it being part of this local community really affected people because sometimes movements are very large. And so you feel like you want to contribute, but you don't know, how to engage with it because it's on such a large scale. And I think Oxford local people from Oxford coming to an exhibition about the women of Oxford is just so accessible. Yeah. 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 You're really getting to know your community. Like you could see these people walking down the street because they, they kind of live near where you live. So yeah. 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 What just a breakout first, uh, (laughs) first piece. Yeah. Yeah. And I do like, I do think Oxford's a really, um, weird place in many ways do you know what I mean I just think yeah. you know what we feel living here but you know what did you feel about it before you even came here and yeah you know this city of dream inspires and then it's mm. got all this like kind of the underbelly of it which mm. you know is totally different from you know the the whole town and gown and the yeah the students and the people who live here and the tourists you know it, it's it is a, it is like a weird and people love it other people not sure other people are here you know like live here but work in London or you know it is and so it is it takes a while to get to know it well I've I've, it's definitely taken me a while to get to know it I mean but I've totally fallen in love with it yeah it's almost Um, like when you think of Oxford the image that comes to mind is you know like the university and those type of buildings the spires but just like with your photographs the image is just not the whole picture you do kind of have to read the stories (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's just so like emblematic is the word I can think of. It just feels so much like it, you know, the women of Oxford being more than just their photos, just like the city itself. Well, I mean, this has just been wonderful. So glad that we oh. had a chance to chat. Wonderful. Oh, thanks so much. Kim. No problem. Lovely. Thank you for, again for joining us today. And we are happy to say the exhibition will be up from the 14th of October to the 24th of October. Our gallery is open from 10 to 4, Monday to Friday and 12 to 4 on Saturday. Look forward to seeing you then.